The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You've been hearing on 630 Chad how Edmonton wants to hire uh, more female firefighters. Um, and uh, the numbers are notoriously low, but changing the way they go about recruiting appears to be making a difference. Here's our Scott Johnson. As a city corporation, a goal for Edmonton is to encourage promotion of women throughout. But in fire, it's not happening. Canada-wide recruitment participation is about 4%. Here, half of that. Deputy City Manager Rob Smythe says how they emphasize the physical fitness test is making a difference by making it a pass-fail now instead of taking the top few no matter how deep the class is. That certainly um, encourages more women to go go through that test and not just select the top X number of of individuals to get to that next level. There have been examples where women were dropped, even if they were fit enough to continue. Scott Johnson, Global News. So changing the recruitment process saw big success in Spruce Grove, where the fire department realized not a lot of women were applying for jobs in the department. That changed when they ran a female-focused recruitment program. Joining me this afternoon is Spruce Grove Fire Chief Robert Kosterman. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. uh, So interesting. So up until, what was it, uh, 2018, um, uh, Spruce Grove only had one fire, uh, female firefighter, and you were getting about 10 applications from uh, women a year. Why do you think the numbers were so low then? Um, Over the years, we've had a a number of female firefighters full-time that have then moved away due to family matters or Mm -hmm. career changes or or other choices that they made in their lives, which which is totally fair. Um, but yes, at that point, we only had one full-time female firefighter on staff, but we were noticing the number of applicants was very low in comparison to the number of male applicants. And I don't think anyone could put their finger on one particular cause for that. I, I think it's just a combination of items uh, from maybe thinking that it's a non-traditional role and they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't make it through the selection process or in some cases, uh, you know, it's not a job for them. And we wanted to make sure that we tapped into this rich resource of talented people that weren't applying. And that's hence how we got to the, the point of a special competition. Well, and you know what, Chief, you, you answered my next question. I was like, why? And, and it was going to be, why did you realize that you wanted to increase those numbers? And I guess the simple fact is, is that there was an untapped market there, wasn't it? Absolutely. There's a, there's a market of very skilled and qualified people um, that just simply weren't applying, and, and for whatever reason, their personal reasons, and we did talk to some people, and we got a different variety of reasons from them, but we absolutely wanted to tap into that. We saw it as a vein of gold, and, <laughs> and nobody was was actively mining it, so we went after it. <laughs> so, Chief, uh, you decided to implement a female-focused recruitment uh, process. Tell me about the process to get to that point. Did you did you have to um, talk to some folks and, and make sure that that was okay? Uh, yes, it was a number of years from the time that we decided we wanted to do it. It was a number of years until we were actually able mm. to launch it. Um, it wasn't that people were against it. They were just fearful of uh, legal repercussions yep. or anything of that nature, even though the federal and provincial legislation was very clear that you could do it. Um, you know, people are still very hesitant and cautious to go into to new waters. 
So it did take us a few years to to go through all those hurdles, but in the end, it was well worth it. It was well worth it. So when uh, those hurdles were cleared um, and uh, the the, the job applicants uh, came through, what, there were 70? There was 70 and you were expecting about 50? Yeah, I don't remember the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it sounds (laughs) about right. Um, I, I know that very quickly we were thrilled because we were getting more applicants than, than we thought. We set a number that we said we would consider to be successful, and we far exceeded that. So, Chief, how was um, this, this female recruitment, the female-focused recruitment process, different than the, the, the regular recruitment process? The only difference was in the fact that we had advertised that we were looking for female That's recruitment. That's it. The testing process, the interviewing process, the probationary period, the, the training that they've been... Um, going under since they started has all been exactly the same as anybody else. And so interesting. Isn't that interesting? If it's if that part is all the same, the fact that you just said there, you know, it's female-focused or we're, we're targeting female, that you would get such an increase in, in number of applicants. That was re- That's really interesting. Yeah, I think it was um, along the lines of they didn't feel that they were just going to be cut out anyhow. Mm. Um so they were more willing to apply. Again, you know, I'm sure all 70 of them had 70 individual reasons why <laughs> they, they applied. Um, some of the comments I heard very early on, though, once the uh, the six were hired and they were on the floor and working, I, I heard from them and how quickly they bonded, how quickly they bonded mm-hmm. with the rest of the department. And one of them even commented how surprised she was that she so quickly felt uh, part of the team and part of the family. Well, and, and that's what you want to hear as fire chief, isn't it? Absolutely, and and uh, what I want to hear is is those comments being spread more and more, and more and more departments breaking down some of these invisible barriers. I'll call them. They're not deliberately put there, but they're there, mm-hmm. and we have to get those barriers taken down. Um, Calgary Police had an inspector that did a presentation at a conference I was at, and she talked about the difficult time she had in getting into the Calgary Police Force and stuff over her thirty-year career. And it was amazing to listen to her and think that those barriers still exist. Yeah, yeah. You know, you... Within an industry that's yeah, it's 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 mind-boggling that today we still have those barriers, even though they're not visible, they're still there and we need to tear them down. Well, we're looking at the Edmonton Fire Department right now, looking at increasing um, some of the, uh, the the recruitment when it comes to, uh, to, to women on the job uh, as well. Uh, you know, it is, or maybe it's, I, I shouldn't put words in uh, anyone's mouth, but is it, is it, is it uh, tricky? I, I'm, you talk about those, those barriers are, you know, some of them are perceived, but you know, are there some some real barriers for female still for for women still in firefighting? I don't believe there is. I was um, pleasantly uh, surprised that how quickly there was acceptance within the floor staff. I mean, the uh, the International Association of Firefighters, who represents is the union for the firefighters here in Spruce Grove and throughout the uh, the entire province for full time firefighters. There's a few exceptions, but they're they're the union of choice. They very quickly took our posting and put it out on their Facebook page. Mm. They very quickly endorsed it. Um, there was none of the resistance that I would say as a young firefighter 30 years ago that I saw on the mm-hmm. floor to the idea of women coming into the fire service. None of that existed at all. Um, 
I don't think today's younger generation has the same biases that the generation of 50 years ago had. Mm. Um, but, you know, if I can give you an example, Jalen, we, we do school tours, and we always pride ourselves as an industry of reaching out with the fire safety message to very young children and having people grow up with that fire safety message. And I can stand out in the bay as early as, you know, five years ago and watch a school come through and a teacher or a parent, a mother, say, how many of you boys would like to be firefighters <laughs> if you grow up? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a wrong statement. Yeah. It's how many of you would like to be firefighters mm-hmm. if you grow up? And, you know, we're kind of taking the goal that, you know, this year, every time we have a school tour coming through, we want one of the female firefighters standing in the group of firefighters presenting to them. Absolutely. Um, if kids have grown up only seeing male firefighters, there's a there's an unwritten kind of perception that you have to be male to be a firefighter, mm-hmm. and we need to get rid of that. We need we need young girls to see female firefighters, female role models, so they can grow up knowing it's a career that they is for everybody. Chief, I think one of the uh, one of the the big challenges or one of the hurdles that I think maybe yeah some women or maybe a lot of uh, women uh, were were worried about was that physical fitness test and and you had said that that hadn't changed compared to the to the men I mean it was it was the same standards that had to be me- had to be met correct and in the in the past we have hired um, male and female firefighters I like to just say we've hired firefighters yes I say for both male and female. <laughs> Um, that maybe didn't pass the fitness test on their first try, but they came very close. Okay. Uh, they met a benchmark that we would accept to hire them on and give them a year's probation. They have in-house training. They have access to equipment in-house. And within that year's period, they have to pass that test. So by the end of the year, they, they have to pass it. But that's not just fitness. It could be any area mm-hmm. of qualifications. Um, what we don't want to do is exclude the right person because they were missing one component. We want to hire the right people and then make sure they get all the components they need to do the job. Yeah, Chief, I was just going to say, I've always believed it's important to have the right person for the job. It doesn't matter their gender. Yeah, it saves us a lot of headaches down the road when you hire the right person the first time. <laughs> Isn't that true in any job, Chief? Um, how has it changed, um, or has it has it changed the, the fire halls at all? Has it changed the fire department in any way? No, not at all. Uh, like I say, we've had female firefighters over the years. When you go back, uh, you know, 20 years ago, Spruce Grove was predominantly a volunteer fire department with four full-time staff. And as the community has grown, we're, you know, we're now 100% full-time and over 50 staff. Um, through that entire period, from the volunteer days, casual firefighters, part-time firefighters, full-time firefighters, we've had females throughout that. Yeah. Um, we did... Years ago, uh, 17, 18 years ago, do a strong campaign for female uh, volunteer firefighters when we were predominantly volunteer. All of our recruitment posters that year featured female firefighters. Um, and we actually had guys' wives pose in gear and pretend to be a firefighter for the recruitment poster. Um, because we've always had a belief of tr- the, the service should be consistent with the diversity and the makeup of the community. Yeah. Um, and that's been something that we've always strived for um, but every now and then, you know, we make a, a, a big movement forward, and this particular recruit class was mm-hmm. a big movement forward in the number of females. And uh, uh, certainly took us to the most we've ever had. Yeah, would you would you do it again? Are you looking to do it again? Or staffing right now is is pretty good where it's at. 
Jalen, I can answer that with uh, <laughs> as, as close to quoting as possible my uh, assistant deputy chief in charge of training. After about three months into working with the last uh, the female recruit class, he came to my office and said, "Chief, if we can hire six candidates like this again, let's do it." Yeah, yeah. You know, they were they're outstanding. Just on their personalities, on their dedication, on their commitment, on their work ethic, we would do it again. Chief, I want to thank you for joining me today. I know it's a, it's a busy day. Thanks for fitting us in uh, this afternoon. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jalen. You take care, too.